Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. of the Night Report Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Broadbent. Joining me once again is my co-host, Richie Schneiderite, and very special guest, Rutgers wrestling superfan and my younger brother, Josh Broadbent. Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of course. Uh, big time wrestling season coming up. Uh, a lot of home du- home matches this year. It opens this 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 evening, actually, at 7 p.m. Uh, Rutgers is doing a tri-match versus Duke and Cal Poly. Cal Poly won the Pac-12 last year. Uh, Duke is not known as like a high, super high end wrestling program, but it'll be a good test, good season opener. Um, this season, they have some pretty high expectations. Uh, C- Coach Goodell kind of changed his philosophy regarding the, the transfer portal and, and uh, just kind of how he structures the rosters. Uh, but first, let's talk about last year. What, what, what happened last year? What kind of went wrong uh, overall and why we kind of saw a bit of a down year? Um. You know, the team was a little bit younger last year. We had some guys that were our veteran um, guys that maybe were in the lineup the year prior, but they had to take the year off, either the red shirt, get bigger, get healthy, um, whatever the case is. Um, For the squad we had last year, you know, I wouldn't consider it too much of a down year. Yeah, we didn't have any All-Americans, which we've been getting used to at Rutgers um, the last few years, especially since Goodell's been there. But, um, yeah, we got a really, really, really solid line coming back this year. Um, I think this is going to be the most balanced Rutgers lineup from top to bottom that they've probably had since I've been following them. Um, so, yeah, really, really excited. Um, they get a lot of guys back. We're bringing in some guys from the portal, which is going to be huge. Um, you know, now we got the guys – Rutgers always had great guys up and down their lineup, but there was usually a chink in the armor somewhere where we're going to be giving up bonus points. Um, This team this year, you know, we might not, you know, have an absolutely stellar great guy at every single weight class, but we have the guys this year with the experience that are going to come in, keep us in those big matches against the top four teams that we hopefully will get one of them this year and get over the hump. But, uh, bringing in those guys from two guys from Oklahoma and Mitch Moore and Jacob Butler. And then we're bringing in, which I think is the most important piece of the wrestling team this year, which is a heavyweight that can win big matches. We have not had a heavyweight win a match at the national tournament since Billy Smith in 2016. So like having Yaroslav come in, um, he's been a blood round guy. He was 12 and was at 12 and one as a true freshman he got hurt last year. He was four and one before he got hurt, and he was thirty and six um, the year after that. So, for us, um, Rutgers has never had the top of their weight class be like you know one of their their strengths. And I think this year we're really going to see between Soldano, Paz, Yaroslav, and a healthy Jackson Turley, 
it might be the the first time in a long time where the the top of the weight is going to be the best on our team. Yeah, going into this one uh, tonight, seven p.m. with Duke, and then ten thirty, I think it is against Cal Poly. Yep. Um, I know we might just mention it, Duke, eh, whatever. But Cal Poly's pretty pretty good, right? Yeah, Cal Poly's got some good guys on their team. Um, they're bringing they got a guy ranked at forty nine, a guy ranked at fifty seven. They have mm-hmm. a guy ranked at seventy four, and their heavyweight is ranked. So they're going to get tested tonight. You know, it's going to be great. You've been wrestling all summer. You've been competing internationally. Some guys you've been, you know, going to hit in the freestyle circuit. Um, mm-hmm. Tonight's the night where you're going to, I think all these guys are really, really ready to compete against someone with, without a big R in their jersey. They're, they're going to be out there and, and getting after it tonight. You know, um, Duke, like you said, typically they might have a, a couple decent guys. Um, but this year looks like going to be one of their down years, a rebuild year for Duke. Um, I'm not really looking for much resistance from Duke tonight, to be honest. I'd be <laughs> surprised if they won a match. Um, but Cal Poly, you know, we might we might be um, the slight underdog in a few of those matchups. I'm really excited to see what Butler can do against Chance Lamar at 149. Um, Butler had a huge, huge win in freestyle this off season when he took out um a returning all American um from Michigan um at the on the freestyle circuit who was ranked number one. So he's just coming into his own and I think him being at Rutgers um is really lighting up fuel under these guys that are coming from the transfer portal, you know. So Yeah, let's uh, let's get into that. So Goody dipped pretty heavily into the transfer portal this offseason. It looks like he's going to have three starters that he pulled out of the transfer portal. Let's go through each one. Let's start with Mitch Moore, who's a 141. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, Mitch Moore, he's a six-year senior. He started his first two years at VTech. Um, he's a four-time qualifier. Last year, he was you know one one win away from being an All-American and lost in the blood round. Um, this is one of those guys that six-year senior he was up at 49 the last two years um when he was wrestling for oklahoma but he's dropping back down to 141 where he uh, originally wrestled in vtech um he's talking about being stronger faster feeling healthier um bringing basically all the power from 49 but gaining some speed and agility um hitting that lower weight class I'm really looking – he's a potential All-American for Rutgers. I think he's finally going to get over the hump um, at 141. Um, this year, 149, Jacob Butler. You know, he he's one of those guys that is going to be the limit, the bonus points, guys. I really think he's going to come up with some big wins, you know, take out that guy that's going to be top 25 ranked, um, top 20. But he is, I think, going to have a little bit – he's always struggled against the top, top guys. Um but when this team, like I said, in the chink in the armor, he's going to be the guy that might hold, you know, in the past, we might get majored or teched. He's going to hold it to a decision, which is going to be huge this season when it comes to dual meets. Dual meets, limiting bonus points with this team and scoring bonus points with our good guys. I really think our dual meet record is going to take a, you know, might be one of our best dual meet records in a long time this season. Um, and then finishing off at heavyweight. Yaroslav, this dude, he's he's a Belarus. Uh, was it Belarus? He's from Belarusian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's been on their international team since like 2018, 2019. He's got a completely different style for um, heavyweight wrestling, especially in the United States of America. Like 
He brings an international style, but he's been in the U.S. wrestling for like six years. So he's got a great blend of folk style, his international style. And the dude is a freak for a heavyweight. Like listening to Goodale talk about him, the way he swims, the way he just is an absolute professional, six-year senior, doesn't want to live off site, doesn't want to live by himself, is in the dorms with freshmen and sophomores, just fully, <laughs> fully throwing himself in. Like he's 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 really um, just gonna submerge himself just in the wrestling. This uh, this complete off season and off season. I'm sorry, and then um, during the season. I'm super excited about him. He put on about 10, 15 pounds of muscle. He's always been really small for the weight, and he still could compete and not, you know, get manhandled by some of these guys that are a full 265. So really looking forward to these uh, transfers coming in. I want to dive into one of these transfers, and it's not the one you think of, and it's probably not the second one you think of. It's actually Jacob Butler. He intrigues me the most because you just, number one, you watch him on film and all these tweets and social media, and the dude oozes confidence, number Mm -hmm. one. Number two, his his record in college sucks. Like, there's no no way around it. It's pretty pretty bad. Yeah. Um, He's competed at 141 and 149. He didn't wrestle last season, and... He's going to 149 this season, and then he just in April he took out number one seed in the U.S. Open, Alec Pantalello. I'm going to yep. pronounce that completely wrong. Uh, who's a three-time All-American? So realistically, I know you said he might be the chinkin armor, but is there is there a potential chance he could qualify? Oh yeah, no, for sure, qualify. I think we're going to have. I think we might have the most qualifiers that we've had in a long time. Like this team is a team of qualifiers. We might not have that many All-Americans, but mm-hmm. up and down the lineup. 25 qualify, 33 qualify. Dylan Shaw, he took that year. He's been wrestling for Puerto, Puerto Rico's U23 uh, mm-hmm. international team, wrestling with Seabass every day. That's going to be getting him better. Like, you go down every single weight, you know, 57 with Andy Clark, you know, making it to the tournament last year. He got 65, Connor O'Neill. That's mm-hmm. the one where, you know, it's he's right on the border every year to making that tournament, getting that at-large bid type guy. Um but yet, our whole lineup this year, I would not be surprised if we can qualify every single guy for the national tournament. You know, they might be at-large bids. We're not going to get the automatic maybe from the Big Ten. But this is a team that really, really has a chance to get everyone there. If we stay healthy, we got a good team. So, obviously, we've gotten a ton of really good transfer guys to come in this offseason. Let's talk about that 24 recruiting class because that's shaping up to be one of the best Rutgers has ever gotten. Um, Let's just kind of go down the list. Um, what What is Rutgers getting in Alex Nini? He's the kid from CBA. He's a New Jersey guy. He's a short conference guy. I uh, yep, believe he won he, the state title last year. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a guy that I've been following for a long time. He had, you know, a really nice rivalry with a guy from our high school, Connor Collins, who's now going to be wrestling at the University uh, at Army. Um, but, yeah, Alexander Nini, he's – He's been, I think, a two-time top eight guy in Jersey so far. He's going into senior year. Um, 138-pounder, I think, is what he's going to be coming in at high school this year. I mean, he's looking at the top of the podium. He really is. I, he, he's going to have a couple tough guys. There's a, there's a really good kid from Bergen Catholic, again, which is year after year, top of the end, high school guys they are going to see finish top eight. Um, but I really think he's going to have a good year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, finish anywhere below top four. He's 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 a top four type guy. So I'm really excited to see uh, what he can do this year in high school and then what he can do, you know, 
over the course of his uh, time at Rutgers. The next one up, I want to ask you about Ryan Ford, and this is probably the most intriguing one, in my opinion. He's listed 141 last year. Then uh, I think the rankings actually have him at 157, and now I think he just wrestled at 175. <laughs> yeah, he, he was in the Super 32. Um, that's a huge off-season tournament for high school, right? It's a, the mm-hmm. biggest pre-season um, I mean, tournament in the whole country, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and he went down there. I think he was the fourth seed. Um, like you said, wrestled at 141 last year. They wrestled him at 175. So the dude hit a growth spurt <laughs> over the summer or over the past year. Um, and yeah, he came on and he really had, he was running through everyone in that tournament. I mean, he had a, he had a final where the guy was able to keep it close, but there was never in that tournament where he was ever in trouble ever from behind he was constantly just basically manhandling dudes and that was that was that was kind of i was to see that you know especially a guy moving up that much weight you don't see that often you'll see a guy maybe go a goal mm-hmm. to compete and put on the strength to you know not be the guy to get uh, ragdolled but to be the dude that is still ragdolling guys mm-hmm. um when you're just brand new that out weight it's pretty impressive yeah, and I misspoke on Nini. He came in third place last year, actually. Um, we've got we got a guy that's coming in from California named Andrew Barbosa. We talked about this beforehand. I don't know a lot about him, but where's he kind of ranked in the, the, the national uh, recruiting rankings? Yeah, I mean, I don't know too much about this this Barbosa either. I do know that um, he's a multiple-time, I believe, California placer, um, or at least he's a one-time. He's one, one of the two. Um, but, I mean – if Goodale's looking like just getting a guy from California, you know, interested in, you know, East coast wrestling is big. I think he's more of less, you know, top 25, top 30 in his weight class, I, but I don't know too much. I got to dive in a little bit on him. It next, next up's a big name, uh, Connor Herrera, um, number 17, 165 per Matt scouts right now. Um, two time Penn state champ. The accolades are, just one after another after another for Connor. Yeah, you know Connor is a great wrestler. You know this one's a this one's a little tough for me because, like I said, we were supposed to uh, Rutgers was supposed to bring one of my my guys from my high school locally, Matt Henrich in. Um, mm-hmm. He he decommitted when Rutgers offered Connor Herrer, and now he's going down to Virginia Tech. Well, like uh, fate brought those two together this a uh, couple weeks ago back at the Super Thirty Two. So they both lost in their quarterfinal match, and they wrestled together um, in the consolation semifinals. Connor Herrer won four one. He's going to be huge for Rutgers coming up. I mean, he might be before the tournament. He was ranked fifth in flow. I think on flow, he's still ranked top ten. Um, but he did lose to a guy from California who was ranked thirteenth, who also um, Leo Constantino. But no, Herrer's man that guy that guy can wrestle from every position top bottom neutral if he gets on top of you like i i saw him the the kid from my high school never gets riled out he was an nj state champ last year matt henrich Mm -hmm. when connor rolled him out for two minutes straight like he could not get up and like that was really surprising so connor he might be the guy that i'm most looking forward to in the future for this this class he's going to be the guy that if he keeps going on the trajectory he's going and then he dives in, he could be a guy that, you know, has a chance to hit the top of the podium by the time he's gone in Rutgers. 
I hate to say it, but it sounds like Rutgers made the, the right choice. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what, it was tough. I made my brother watch that match and uh, just to see how close it was. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it was, a, it was a, I think they made the right decision for sure. Uh, the last guy in this class is Nate Blanchett. He's a guy from Massachusetts. Uh, he, he's listed here at 174, uh, but high school weights, you know, they could go up or down two or three classes depending on their growth spurts, like we kind of mentioned before. But tell us yeah. a little bit about Nate. Yeah, tell us about Nate Blanchett. Yeah, Nate Blanchett, Massachusetts kid. Um, I think he's ranked fourth in his class. Um, haven't really watched too much. Haven't seen too much on the flow on him. Mm-hmm. But um, he is top of the ranked in his class. Massachusetts, they bring out some good wrestlers, but normally not too many guys that, that high. You know, Massachusetts isn't the, you know, the best of the best when it comes to wrestling, but um, to see him come out that high, I mean, obviously he's got to have some some talent on the national level, and he's and he's he's definitely showing up on the tournaments that he's went to. Yeah, so we you, we talked yeah. a lot about the recruiting class. Um, let's get down to this year's roster, though. Let's kind of go one through ten, uh, go through each guy or projected starter. I think basically everybody's locked in. Maybe sixty five. You got a bit of a toss up, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off, we got at 125, it looks like Dean Peterson. He's a junior. Uh, he was a very highly rated guy coming into, to, well, I guess he started at Princeton, ended up at Rutgers after, I believe, a semester. So tell us about Dean Peterson. Yeah, another short conference kid from uh, New Jersey. He went to St. John Vianney High School. Um, he, he trans- I mean, he did commit to Princeton, but decommitted and went to Rutgers. Um, he's one of the guys I'm most excited about this year. I mean, potential All-American right off the bat. Blood round guy. I think I'm flow. He's ranked preseason number six. Um, but yeah, he's going to be a guy that for the next few years is going to be the leader on the lower weights. I mean, he is the guy that came probably out of high school, one of the most top ranked guys from Rutgers. I think he was, he won uh, who's number one multiple times, which is a big match between the top two, top three ranked wrestlers in the country. Um, and there's a lot of guys that have graduated at 125. Like the Spencer Lees of the worlds aren't there anymore. Like the, the, the main players at that weight class for a couple of years, um, the Patrick McGee's who Dean Peterson did get a win over in the, the tournament last year. So he's a guy I'm very, very excited about. And he's a guy that I do see hitting that top six All-American um, for Rutgers this year. I, I would be extremely surprised if he does not hit the podium. Next up, we got 133, I think, again, kind of obvious one, Dylan Shawver, number 16 right now per uh, Intermet. Yep, Dylan Shawver, um, I think he redshirted last year, too. Um, he wrestled Dean Peterson for that 25 spot, lost in the wrestle-off, so he mm-hmm. kind of took the redshirt to get better. He he wrestled for Puerto Rico internationally at the U23s. Didn't have the best results, but, again, being able to – wrestle for a country internationally um, when maybe you want to get the chance in a country like the U.S. because the competition. A lot of these guys you're starting to see go wrestle for, you know, you know, uh, the, the guys that they have there, um, you know, whether it be, what's that word, Mike? I'm drawing dual citizenship. Yeah, dual citizenship. So a lot of these guys are taking advantage of being able to go and compete for their country. So I'm really, really excited for Dylan Shaw. Um, Again, a guy that has the potential. He won a couple of matches at the NCAA tournament. He has the potential to take that next step. It's just going to be a matter if he can stay healthy and if he, if he falls through with it. 
Uh, next up, 141. I know this has been uh, a bit of a kind of a tumultuous spot in the lineup for a few years now between Sammy Alvarez not being able to make weight a few times, Joey Oliveri trying to redshirt for two years straight. Uh, that was the first thing that, that Goody said in his press conference. He's like, I know you guys are going to laugh at this, but we're going to – the plan is to redshirt Joey this year. And, you know, uh, they brought in a guy, Mitch Moore. Do you think they're actually going to be able to redshirt Joey Oliveri and, and get a full year out of a guy like Mitch Moore? I'll tell you what, I hope so. I hope so because Joey Oliveri really deserves to get that full year off because, you know, it's got to be hard for a kid where you're being told you're in a red shirt and then you get pulled. And then the same thing happens the following year where you're getting told you're in your red shirt and then you get pulled. Um, so, yeah, I think Mitch Moore stepping in is going to be the immediate. I mean, Joey Oliveri, he can compete. I've seen, we've seen him wrestle top, top guys, Roman Bravo Young with Penn State, keeping holding him to a decision or a major decision on like a last second takedown. But Mitch Moore is going to be the guy that is going to step in and be the immediate All-American threat. Again, this dude is, he's had a career of just barely, barely missing out. Four-time NCAA qualifier. I mean, there's not too many guys that will, will make that and have the, the, possibility to come back as a 60 or senior to finally get to where you want to be so i'm really excited for mitch moore i think he's going to he's one of the potential guys that will be able to get there but he's going to help us um drastically when it comes to dual me type seasons too and now 149 i know we we kind of just talked about it before but it's probably going to be jacob butler and he's replacing and correct me if i'm wrong this was tony white last year yeah tony white he uh he decided to eat this offseason. He's going up a couple <laughs> weight classes. So, uh, yeah, Jacob Jacob Butler, man, he's a he's a guy that's a veteran. I think his record last year was fourteen and eight. You know, mm-hmm. guy that beats the guys he's supposed to beat, and a guy that unfortunately will keep it close and probably lose to the guys he's supposed to lose to. But he's a guy that is going to keep us bonus points off the board. That's that's why I think Goodell brought him in. He's a guy that is – we need that veterans from the portal, especially when we got guys like Joey where we've been trying to redshirt him and we don't really got too many more guys to step into that, that weight class. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to be huge for Butler just to come in and bring us that veteran presence, you know, not get overwhelmed. Uh, I think he's going to be – he's really excited to wrestle in front of New Jersey fans. I mean, you get any of these kids that transfer um, – even from these big schools in the Big 12, like it's just a completely di- different atmosphere. Um, wrestling in front of Jersey, 5,000 fans packed, you know, in Jersey Mike. Is it at the Rack or Jersey Mike's Arena? Jersey Mike's Arena, right? Yeah, it depends. Hey, you you can to. call it whatever you want. Officially, it's Jersey Mike's, but uh, yeah. I don't, I don't even correct myself when I say it's the Rack. Um, yeah. Insert gotcha. corporate name here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so 157, we got Andrew Clark. Uh, tell us about Andrew Clark. Yeah, Andy Clark, 20-17 and 17 last year. Um, NCAA qualifier, I believe he won a, won a match or two at, at that um, tournament. Ranked, I think, top 25 last year, top 26. Um, he's a guy that's, you know, just going to be solid for us. I'm, I'm expecting a very, very solid year from him. You know, a little bit of improvement, probably like a 26-10, and 20-25-11 type season. Um but again, a guy that, you know, wasn't, I don't think he was necessarily looked at to be the guy that would even get 20 wins last year. You know, I mean, I think he might have out- outperformed himself last year. And I'm really excited to see what he can do this year. 
Uh, where are we at? We're at 65. one. Oh, we were just talking about him. Uh, Tony White, um, man ate 20 pounds worth of food Thanksgiving dinner in the middle of July. So we'll just talk about him a little bit and how that weight change is going to actually affect him. Yeah, Tony White, I guess um, he wrestled at 49 and over the summer freestyle, he was wrestling 74 kilograms. So he, he jumped up quite yeah. a bit. Um, I know that Goodale was saying he walked around like 180 to 185. So just for a guy that last year was cutting all the way down to 149 and just having to keep his calorie intake probably at a bare minimum to stay mm-hmm. within five pounds of a cut, um, I really, really am expecting to see um, a big jump because they. When I was listening to Goodell interviews, he was talking about he's not he's not overpowered. He looks like a he looks like a 65 pounder. Which, you know, I wouldn't maybe expecting that, taking two jumps in weight class and maybe in the offseason being 30, 35 pounds heavier. Mm-hmm. You're going to be bigger. But, um, yeah, supposedly he's going to be right there. He's not going to have any issue with uh, the strength and the length that's 65 compared to 49. Hmm. Uh, next guy, this is kind of where the, the experience on the roster and the real meat of the roster starts, in my opinion, with Jackson Turley. Jackson Turley was a guy who – had a lot of success early on in his career at Rutgers in 2021. He was a uh, an All-American for Rutgers, and he had some injuries. Last year he came back, and I, I think he kind of, like like a lot of guys, probably would admit that he had a bit of a, you know, a down year. Uh, tell us a little bit about Jackson Turley, what you expect out of him this year. I mean, I'm expecting one of two things. A, health and Jack, a healthy Jackson Turley reminds me of a Brian Saldano. The dude is a landmine. Like you do not want to run into him at the at the NCAA tournament. Jackson Turley is going to be a guy that can you know make that run from that twenty six seed like he did as a true freshman. Um, his problem is I don't think he's been able to get healthy for any year since his freshman year. Yeah, you know something just constantly happens. Um, and just listening to Goodale talk about him in the off season, he's been able to wrestle more than he ever has in these last three years at Rutgers in the off season. He went to the Olympic Training Center and trained. Um, out there for a good part of the summer so it seems like he is the healthiest he's ever been in a long time or since you know his freshman year at Rutgers and um, yeah man if he is healthy he's a he's he's dangerous he is dangerous that's the he's got a dangerous style man just like Soldano um, he can Mm -hmm. be down six points and then the next thing you know you're on your back getting pinned so (laughs) yeah I'm excited to see Jackson this wrestle yeah, well, I mean, you just kind of segued into the next one. Uh, Brian Soldano, uh, NCAA qualifier, placed at Big Ten Championships. Uh, hell of a freshman year. Can we expect the same thing, if if not a little more? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm thinking what we can expect to see is, you know, he's going to be the same guy. But after listening to Goodale, his whole summer was based on wrestling back to basics. Mm-hmm. We want him to get back, oh, attacking single legs, attacking double legs. Like, you know. Don't get me wrong. I think um, Goodale gave up on trying to change the way he wrestles. You know, he is going <laughs> to put himself in danger. He's, he's he's a very very high risk. You know, his he takes a lot of risk. He'll put himself on his back, knowing that the guy won't expect him to use his momentum to roll through just to catch him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm expecting maybe a little bit more dialed in, toned down. Maybe not take as many chances. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, he is who he is. And he is successful of the way he wrestles. So I think he's going to maybe try to tame it a little bit, but he's going to be the same guy. And I'm expecting, I mean, 84, 97 heavyweight 
you know, we got three potential All-Americans right there. So I'm excited for these top heavyweight. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about the next guy because John Posnanski comes in as a freshman, makes it to the NCAA semifinals at 84. Um, he redshirts last season. He, he was dealing with a lot of really, you know, brutal injuries. Um, he bumps up a weight class. What do you expect out of John Posnanski this year? Yeah, I'm expecting um, stronger, faster Posnanski. Um, the dude squatted 700 pounds in this offseason. Like, That's wild. the guy's explosive. They, he was talking about, like, going up in weight. He's maintained or gained strength, and he's also way more explosive. So I think mm-hmm. not cutting him down to 84 and, you know, zapping him a little bit because that happens sometimes with these guys. You want to cut so much to get an advantage. You're putting yourself actually in a disadvantage. Um, but with him, again, mentally and physically, he's healthy. He he got pinned in by a Michigan State guy, Cam McCaffrey, back like two years ago. And I listened to an interview with Goodale, and they said that the, the reporter asked him, was he ever healthy going into that match? And he was like, he has not really been healthy since. And that's been a long time. <laughs> You know, yep. and this whole past year to redshirt, you know, Paz has never been on the sideline. He's always been the number one guy in this team in the lineup. So he's just constantly wrestling. It was probably hard for him. But man, for a guy like him who, if you can't stay, if you can't stay healthy a whole year to 18 months for him just to focus on strictly that and mentally, it's going to be huge. And I don't think he's going to be undersized at the weight. I don't think he's going to be weak for the weight. And I really think if he comes in mentally and physically 100%, he is going to be a dangerous guy. You know, we do have Aaron Brooks moving up again, who mm-hmm. has just ran 184 pounds since he started wrestling uh, for Penn State at 184. That's always going to be a tough match. But um, All-American John Poznoski, I can see it this year. Last but not least, uh, heavyweight. It seems like Rutgers has had some heavyweight issues over the past, I don't even know how long at this point. They got a JUCO national champ to come in and Boone McDermott. He, eh, first year, eh, second year, pretty decent last year. Yep. And then it's just like, hey, see you in the portal. And it sounds like he was trying to, uh, like every other college athlete, trying to get some NIL. Get that um, money. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's over in Oregon State now. Um, but they went out in the portal and got the number six ranked heavyweight last year. And Yara Slaw. Slavowski, I think I got that one. No, nope, yeah, got that wrong. I'm, I'm gonna I... go with the way you said that, Richie. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Yaroslav Rutgers has not had a guy win a match at the national tournament since 2016 when Billy Smith was our heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been by far the weakest spot in our lineup, probably the last last few years. I mean, don't get me wrong, we've had guys that can go up there and compete, but we've never had a guy that can really get past top. 26th ranked in the nation like it's mm-hmm. either that or below but i'll tell you what this guy yarslav he's coming he's a belarusian national team member he's been competing internationally since like 2018 on there on uh i think they're u23s but he's bringing he brings a style when it comes to the heavyweight division and um mm-hmm. especially folk style wrestling that not a lot of guys are used to you know he's got an international style which is more you know, tie ups and you're you're working for shots basically out of the clinch. It's not more open wrestling like freestyle. Um, mm-hmm. But he, since he's came came over from Harvard as a transfer this year, 
thirty and six last year. <clears throat> and the two guys he lost to, he lost to Trent Holger, one nothing, and he's I think preseason number four at heavyweight. And then he's got a loss to um, another guy, Lucas Davidson, old Northwestern guy, transferred to the Michigan, got that money, just like those other guys. And um, he plays fifth. So the guys that he lost to last year, all top eight guys. And he's coming in. He's always been small. He's always been one of those guys that, you know, he might be giving up 45 pounds, but he's athletic and he's quicker and he's, you know, he can do things that other guys can't to take advantage of it. But now bringing in 15 pounds of extra, you know, weight and muscle, I think is really going to help him with those guys that he maybe had trouble with last year. Not skills wise, but skill for skill. If you, if you got two guys that are the same and one guy's got 30 pounds, the advantage usually goes to the guy with the weight. Hmm. So Going through the entire roster, we've talked about how we expect – basically a roster full or a lineup full of qualifiers, maybe a handful of all Americans as well. The record Rutgers for Rutgers, all Americans in a single years, three, we did that twice in 21 and 22. I'm going to set the line for you here over under all Americans this year for Rutgers wrestling at three and a half over under three and a half over. I think this is going to be the year Rutgers has their most all Americans ever. I so, think you have realistically, I think real realistically you have a potential for five. We got 125, Dean Peterson, Mitch Moore, 141. We have, I'm going to leave Turley off it because I'm not going to be too optimistic. We're going to go Saldano, <laughs> 84. Poznozny, 197, and Yaroslav. There are five guys that potentially could. Um, I probably see more four, maybe four, but um, I really do think that Rutgers is going to hit the most All-Americans that they have ever had, they've ever had because um, they got just from top to bottom such a well-balanced lineup that they um, they really haven't ever had. Well, I'm so. excited. I appreciate you coming on, sharing all your, your Rutgers wrestling knowledge. Um, we have another pod coming out later today. Go over the Ohio State matchup. Um, so don't worry if you get this in your feed first, you're wondering where the game matchup is, that'll, that'll be there, but we wanted to give you guys a, a deep dive on wrestling and I didn't think there was a, a better person to do it than, uh, than Josh. So thanks for yeah, coming quick, on. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot. I'll give you guys a quick, uh, Duke doesn't win any matches tonight. They, they okay. get swept and I'm going to say that we win eight, two or seven, three against Cal Poly. Damn, I think we're, we're gonna have couple, we're gonna have a couple a couple to, toss up matches. They got a couple ranked guys. You know, Jacob Butler's got a big match against the number seventh ranked guy in the nation tonight, and they got a couple other matches. You know, we got Yaroslav ranked wrestling a ranked guy, so it's gonna be some good wrestling tonight. I'm excited that uh, the season's finally here. <laughs> All right, guys. So. Well, thanks again to Josh. Thanks for listening. This has been another edition of the Night Report Podcast. Signing off. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.